Welcome to All Ears Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Riders, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm joined by Lori Schultz, the principal and co-founder at Avenue and Viva Bene. I've had the opportunity to connect with Lori and love what Avenue and Viva Bene is doing and how they're helping to change the way we think about active adult. So thanks for joining me so much today, Lori. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate the invitation. Excited for our conversation. Yeah. So Lori, wherever I were, I like to start first with our guest is, can you share a little bit of your background and how you got into senior living? So I have been, so Avenue itself is a commercial real estate development company focused on healthcare and senior living. I have been in commercial real estate development for over 20 years, um, most of my career, and I've done every facet of every facet of that from industrial, multifamily, most recently senior living, but I got into the business doing healthcare, helping hospital systems decide where their ambulatory location should go. And it was that experience that really made me realize that real estate is typically a numbers game, right? And there's an investment on return, but this is a people business. And that could not be more true than in senior living. So when I had the opportunity to work for another senior living developer, I fell in love with the space that it was the combination of my healthcare experience, having to be a people business and looking at an investment on return at the same time. And in that, I met my co-founder of Avenue, Mike Mattingly, and we founded Avenue really on the principles of our tagline is development with purpose. And it is marrying what we need to do in a physical plant with what's right for our operating partners and most importantly, the residents in our buildings. I love that. And that's a great tagline, I must say. Um, Thank you. Oh, yeah. I felt like inspired when you said that. That was great. Um, so, you know, one of the things I mentioned in my introduction is how you guys are helping us to rethink about active adult. And I'm curious, like, how do you define active adult? And what have you seen happen with this opportunity over the last five years or so? Yeah, active adult uh, is a buzzword right now, right? And you're hearing it everywhere. You know, we define it as individual residences coming together to create a community. I think a lot of people think of active adult as an apartment, as a rental community, but it doesn't have to be that, right? You can you can have an ownership model that are condos or single family homes. You can have a rental model that it's an apartment or even rental houses. But the importance of that is people who are like-minded of similar age are coming together in their own homes and creating a broader sense of connection and community. Um, the, the changes in the last five years, I think, are only going to grow more rapid. There's a lot of groups that came into active adult almost from a traditional multifamily background. And I think what a lot of people don't see, unless you're in our industry and in senior living, is we know in senior living that a lot of people are making that choice because of socialization. There was a recent article out by Argentum that said in the 50 to 80 year old demographic, almost a third of that population feels isolated and lonely. And like we know intuitively 
as the industry that we take those principles into active adult and create a sense of community. And I don't know in the past that those who have been in multifamily really understand like that niche. Um, I really think that going forward, active adult is going to become a lot more niche, uh, just like how we've seen different segments of senior living in the past 30 years, we're going to see that happen in active adult too. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think if you look at senior living, right, from from what I've been told 30 years ago, right, there was just like the nursing home and now all these specific levels of care and, you know, all these different niches are popping up and it's just incredible to see about that. And, you know, I, I like how you guys are thinking about the socialization or at least in your definition. And, you know, one of the things I've, I've noticed with active adult up until this point, you know, I think it's thought of independent, um, you know, independent of some of those healthcare things that happen along with it. But how are you thinking about this differently with Viva Bene that includes healthcare partnerships? Yeah, you're so right. And going back to what you just said, too, I mean, 30 years ago, assisted living was a disruption in our industry. Right, exactly. And so that's where we are with with active adult. And, and I think with what you just said with Viva Bene, that's kind of how we're looking at disrupting now the active adult. Um, so Avenue launched uh, almost two years ago our active adult brand, Viva Bene, as you said, literally means live well in, in Italian. And we are taking our expertise in what we know in senior living and also our healthcare background and working with a lot of value-based primary care partners, and we're merging those two together. Our belief is while most residents choose an active adult community to be social, to have that engagement, we also can't forget the piece of senior living that we exist to keep residents healthy. And I believe that it is important, even in an active adult space, that we hone into what is so important in senior living and take a part of the wellness of, of our residents. So Viva Bene is a collection of rental communities. We're doing a rental model where we have all the socialization aspects that you would typically have in activities in an active adult community, but it's all based around what we call proactive living. So how do we focus on a preventative care platform where our activities are based on fitness? We have a fitness and wellness hub. We have healthy food demonstration seminars that talk about healthy living. And that is all in partnership um, with a healthcare partner that we have nationally, Sebi Health, who is providing care coordination and direct primary care services. Very cool. Yeah, I think, you know, the the emphasis on on healthiness, right? It's just it's so important. I mean, I think it's even in my own age, right? I'm in my I have to think about it, early 30s, mid 30s now, and like it's already top of mind for me. So as I continue to get older, it, it it's of course will be things that I'm looking for. Um, but, you know, Lori, the the most, you know, the million dollar question here though is how do we make this affordable? Well, I appreciate that question, Matt, because this is something near and dear to my heart, like personally, um, and especially for the audience in senior living. We know that we are facing an affordability crisis in this country right now, and everybody's talking about it. How do you reach a middle market? One of my favorite statistics is by, and this is only six years off now, by 2029, we will have almost 14 and a half million Americans that are reaching 75 or better. And of those, over half will only have a savings of $60,000 or less. I mean, that's staggering. So if you're, if you're in the higher acuity setting and assisted living, that, that on an average assisted living rate, that'll last you about a year. And so 
So what do we do? So our our thought on that is in an active adult, we're we're getting residents earlier, right? You can be 55 or better, but we're really targeting a population that's going to be between 65 and 80. And we want those residents when when they're younger and healthier. The the average senior, even by the time they're 60, is already managing two chronic conditions. And that gets expensive. That's why people move into assisted living is because they have a lot of chronic conditions and it becomes needs-based. So in an active adult setting, we can get those residents earlier and we can help prevent or manage with our healthcare partners some of those health-related chronic conditions and save on cost for the resident and to the healthcare system by living this proactive, healthy lifestyle in coordination with our healthcare partners that have care coordination services. So one of the reasons that's a, a long way to say, we look at affordability, one, by like, let's say, and let's delay the need that a resident has to get into a more expensive, higher acuity setting. That's one, delay the time, save the residents money. So, right, our platforms are very similar in rent to traditional multifamily in a neighborhood. You might be 15 to 20% premium higher, um, but you could be $1,500 in rent compared to $3,500, $4,500 for assisted living. So the longer you could delay that move, the more you're going to save. The other part of that that we see um, in active adult is in this partnership approach. And I would say this is true in active adult or in traditional uh, senior living as well. We're bringing in a healthcare partner to kind of decentralize some of those services for the residents and making it more personalized and customized for them. Because our healthcare partner, Sevi Health, can look at a resident and know exactly what services they're going to need at the time that they need them. So we don't have to have a one-size-fits-all approach. And that is a way that we're looking at reaching the middle market, keeping someone in a lower-cost setting longer personalizing through partnerships what their healthcare needs can be and keeping them healthier longer to live in their home. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And uh, I think affordability, you know, is key, right? Like I'm always blown away. I live in the Boston area and seeing some of the prices of some of the communities even around here, it's like, I needed to start saving 20 years ago. Um, it's just wild to see that. And I think affordability is, is definitely key. And yeah, some of those statistics you shared were, were staggering. Um, you know, you mentioned some of the the outcomes you're you're hoping for or expecting, but like what other positive resident benefits and operational outcomes have you seen or you expect to see with your approach? Well, as as you just said, as, as we age, we all we all feel some some pain, right? <laughs> and I'm a little older than you. So once you're over 40, you really start to feel ahead. Uh, but I think you're happier, right? If you're living and this has been proven. If you're living a physical, active lifestyle, you're like your mental health is just going to be improved. And and so one, I think our residents are going to see that benefit by being in a community that is promoting this activity, this healthy way of living. Um, they're also going to feel that somebody cares. Let's go back to that loneliness and why residents move into any type of senior living or active adult setting. It's they're feeling isolated. So now they're going to be in a community of like-minded individuals, will have socialization. But with a healthcare partnership, they're also going to feel that somebody cares about their health and well-being for the long term. And that's going to speak volumes. Um, we, we hope, um, and I think this is going to be true in any acuity level in senior living, that we're going to have longer length of stay. 
And so having these healthcare partnerships will keep, as we said, it's part of affordability, but then that's also good for us on the revenue side, right? This is, again, married the people side of the business with the financial side of the business. We're going to have longer lengths of stay, and we're going to see that in active adult, but also these partnerships can be had in assisted living, memory care, even skilled nursing communities. And those operators who, who are involved in that segment of the industry as well can enjoy longer length of stay and also operational uh, decrease in some cost for an increased NOI to their bottom line. Yeah, no, I love that. It's, uh, you know, it's the, the blending of both worlds for positive outcomes. It's, uh, it's important. And I'm glad you guys are thinking about it like that. And my, my last question here for you, Lori, and arguably my favorite, um, if you were to give other senior living providers or people focusing on active adult or developers, you can take this any way you want. Um, just three guiding principles as they move through the next 12 or so months, what would you say? So I'm going to forget like the financial world that we're in right now. We're <laughs> sitting here in May of 2023 because I think a lot of people are talking about that, right? How do we get through inflation and high interest rates and all that? But this is really, I think my thought around this is really carrying operations into the future. One, it's let's stop looking at senior living as like management of health needs, right? Again, taking it from this needs-based mindset into something that people want to move into. And I think how we do that is looking into a prevention mindset. So creating, number one advice, create a wellness platform, preventative care platform for your residents, no matter where you are in the care continuum. My second piece of advice would be, if you're already do that, doing that, then take some responsibility for that or at least have some potential upside in revenue by creating partnerships with the value-based care organization that that's a whole separate other topic we could talk about. Um, but that is where the future is going in our industry is in value-based care partnerships. And my third is just be an active participant. We've had all kinds of vendor partnerships in our industry for years that haven't really worked out, but we need to be an active participant with our partners to really have those work out well and see not only financial upside benefit for us as operators, but most importantly, it's about the resident's health. My my partner at Sevi says this best that it's about generational health for our residents. I love that. Well, I have to give you a microphone to throw at the ground after that last <laughs> statement there. But uh, Lori Schultz, principal and co-founder of Avenue and Viva Bene, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you so much for putting your passion into such an important topic that I know our industry needs today and will need tomorrow. So thank you. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. If you'd like to know when we post the next episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in how Eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community, find out more at eversoundhq.com.